You won't. World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. And you know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It is time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. So if I look a little stressed this morning, I probably am. I was laying in bed about... Uh, 10 minutes after four this morning, and all of a sudden I hear this unbelievable uh, rumbling thunder, lightning. They usually are associated together. And I thought, oh, my goodness, I didn't close the windows. It's sky high. Oh, my goodness. So, boom, quickly up, out the door, jumped in my car. I don't even know if I had pants on. I don't know if I had. I may have been naked. I don't even remember. Fly up the hill, get up there, close all the windows, get everything shut down, come flying back down in here. Whew, made it down here. My mower's sitting out in the weather. My mower's sitting outside. I forgot to put that thing away last night because I don't. I guess I don't look at the forecast. We're the only place in America getting rain. Of course, there was the that big uh, eclipse last night. So I'm figuring that this is probably some spiritual connection to that eclipse we had last night. And and uh, and that my mower won't work. And uh, I can hear the grass growing. And I get this from my dad. It's a curse from my dad. Lawn mowing is a curse from my dad. If the lawn doesn't look good, I might as well go jump into the lake, as my dad would say. So I feel like jumping in the lake this morning because the grass is growing. I did get the windows shut before not before one rain, raindrop came down. It was pretty amazing. Uh, talk to my wife about that. Any, anyway, uh, golly, what a time to be alive, huh? I got some, I got some serious stuff I want to dig in with you today. Hey, Coach, you always got serious stuff. Now, I got some, I got some serious stuff. I'm not going to share it today. But you know what I just uncovered? It's an un, I'm telling you, friends. I'm, <laughs> I, I, uh, somebody sent me a commentary. And the commentary was written by somebody that I know. And it was called, Light a Fire Under Your Pastor. And you know, you know who wrote that? Somebody really close to me. Me. In 2005, I think it was. And I'm not ready. I'm not ready to share it with you today, but it has a, a strategic plan on how we, we got to light a fire under our pastors. I'm going to get to that here in a second. I am. I, I promise I am. I'm going to let, I'm going to let, uh, I'm going to gather my thoughts there and I'm going to give Myra a chance to pray us in here. Come on in Myra, pray us in. Good morning, saints. 1 John 4, 4. Ye are God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you that he is in Amen. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to coach Dave Hoddle and open our hearts to you. Amen. 1 Samuel 15, 22, 23, and Samuel say, Have the Lord a great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice, as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better, hey, than, better than the sacrifice. Amen. John 15, 13, greater love have not men this that a man lay down his life for his friends. That's right. Deuteronomy 31 6, be strong and of a good courage, fear not, not afraid, nor be afraid right. of them. For the Lord thy God, he is 
that doth go with thee, he will not fall thee, nor forsake thee. Amen. Isaiah 58, 1 to 2, cry aloud, spare not, spare lift, not your lift your voice like a trumpet. Exactly. And the closing verse for Monday, 5, 16, 2022, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Mm -hmm. I pledge the resurrection power, love, and joy to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thanks, Myra. Well mm -hmm. done. Uh, I could preach on every one of those things. I got some notes. I got to get to them real quick. Uh, A.J. Hurley. You guys remember A.J. Hurley? Uh, they're going to, he has to, they're arresting him today. Be in prayer for A.J. Hurley. Somebody trumped up some fake charges against him, and he's going to turn himself into the police today at uh, 4, 4 o'clock a.m. He's 4, 4 o'clock, uh, not a.m. He's out in California. You guys remember A.J. was the guy who, had little aborted babies he got in Washington, D.C. It doesn't involve that. It involves something else. It's all trumped up baloney, but he has to go, um, uh, he has to go uh, turn himself in at 4 o'clock this afternoon. So pray for A.J. Hurley. Uh, uh, I, quick notes, okay? Let me give you some quick notes here. Number one, the mass shootings have started, friends. Well, I wanted to talk today about MK Ultra and program shooters, and I can run down the litany of all those. Uh, every time, every time, every time, they circle back around and people start shooting each other. There's been three of them now, three mass shootings. It's always distraction, distraction, distraction. I'm not going to talk about that, although I just did. I want you to be aware of it. Number of uh, uh, July 8th and 9th. Throw the schedule up there real quick, Spence. Throw the schedule up. I threw you a curveball. A lot of good things going on. But there are two things that probably aren't up there yet that I want to make sure that we get up there, okay? So if you're sitting out there, Texas Salt and Light Brigade's meeting this, this week, and way to go, Chad. God bless Chad stays after. The Ohio Salt and Light Brigade's going to meet down down where? Down at Betty's. We'll be down at Betty's on Memorial Day weekend. Come on, folks. Get this on your calendar Friday, Saturday. Stay one night. Friday starts at 5 p.m. Stay one night. Saturday, your time to go home. July 20th. Uh, I'm sorry, July uh, 8th, Crushing Serpents, Ladies Retreated Sky High. They're going to have another one of those. Going to teach some spiritual warfare. That's July 8th and 9th. Starts at 5 at night. It's only one day. It's just a few hours, okay? Then Saturday the 16th, there's a spiritual warfare conference. We're not hosting it, but it's going on out on July 16th out in, in Pennsylvania. That stuff's all on the website. You can check it out. But i got two more things i got to add to it to make sure that you're all aware of it, okay? Number one, June, July 8 and 9. Take a pencil, write it down. We'll get it on the website. It's not up here. July 8 and, oh, yeah, we just talked about that, didn't we? Crushing Serpents. It is up there, Michelle. It is up there. July 8 and 9. That's up there. That's women only. Women only. Ladies retreat, July 8 and 9. And then, this is what I want to really focus on a bit here today. This is really, really heavy, heavy on me. I've been, I've been fighting this urge, and uh, June 5th, June 5th, this is pretty much local, okay, but it's for whoever it wants to. I'm tired of sitting around and waiting and complaining about the pastors not doing anything. And our only alternative seems to be to go to... Uh, uh, Political meetings. I'm going to go to this patriot meeting. 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 And never, ever, ever do anything spiritual because, of course, you're not allowed to do it in churches. 
So I fought this urge, but the Holy Spirit made it very clear to me. Beginning Sunday, write this down, June 5th, that's two weeks, I am going to host at Sky High a, I don't know what to call it, okay? All of you who happen to be within an hour's drive, a two-hour drive of Sky High, we are going to have, I don't even know what to call it. I don't even know what to call it. We are going to have, I don't want to call it a church service. I'm having a gathering of people to come to Sky High where we're going to do a, a training on what's going on in the culture. And here's what I would like you to do. As many of you who can come and bring a fence sitter with you. You come and you bring a fence sitter with you. And I'm, I believe the Lord wants me to begin to do this at least once a month locally here. We're going to do it at 5 I'm sorry, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock on Sunday evening. And it's not going to be, listen, it isn't going to be church service like you're used to doing church. It isn't what it's going to be. It isn't going to be coming, come, we're going to do 10 praise songs, and then we're going to get out and shake hands with one another, and, and then go sit back and listen to somebody talk. This is, these are going to be strategy sessions on how we can wake up. I want to train. Are you listening to me? I want to train. No, no, I'm sorry. The Lord wants me to train church infiltrators. That's what the Lord wants me to train. We will not win without the pulpit, folks. We will not win without the pulpit. And for too long, we've allowed these guys to hide. So what we're going to do on June 5th, Sunday from 6 until 8, we're going to train, equip, and mobilize you to go back and impact your church. Somebody give me a thumbs up and say, Coach, what an idea. What, what an idea. An idea. Because there's, there's so many people who don't have any, they, they know something's wrong, but they don't know what's wrong, but they know something's wrong. And they go to church and they don't hear anything about what's wrong or what's going on. Folks, this thing is coming to a head so daggone fast. And we are so unprepared for what's coming. So write that down. I don't care. This is just me. I made it from six until eight. So when it's over at 8 o'clock, if it takes you three hours to drive back home, it will be worth it. You understand what I'm telling you? We need you folks, as many as can locally, to get here and bring somebody with you. Hey, it Let's sounds like D-Day, Coach. Well, like hey, brother, it's, when are we going to realize it is – I got so much stuff to share with you today. When are we going to realize – that they are right now bringing the hammer down on. All around us, they're bringing the hammer down on us. And how much longer are we going to sit and wait for the pastors to wake up? I think it's time we woke up the people and infiltrated and woke up the pastors. Anybody, anybody agree with that? Amen. Anybody say, Coach, Amen. That is a great, that is a great Amen. idea. And so we are going to become the squeak, squeaky wheel. We're going to become the squeaky wheel. And your pastor is going to get so tired of hearing from you that he's going to have to do something. You say, coach, coach, don't. You, you shouldn't be doing that, coach, because that's going to bring dissension. No, no, it's going to bring a separation between the fake sheep and the real sheep. That's what it's going to find. And if you're at, oh, well, I don't know. I, you don't, don't touch me, man. I'm, 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 what's that word? When they set off a, a nuclear bomb, what, I'm, what am I? What am I? Radioactive. I'm radioactive today. Radioactive. If you could see the litany of things that I could run down that are going on in America that the church ought to be actively involved with. Can you believe that our babies are starving? 
with no formula, and they're sending it to the freaking border. Can you believe that's going on? Can you believe they're taking $80 billion of your dollars or whatever it is and giving it to a freaking Ukraine? When we got this mess going on here in America, why? Because they know that they've got the church tamed, boys and girls. The church is tamed. They know they can get away with it. They're teaching homosex to your children in your schools. Wake the hell up! They're doing everything they can to destroy all things righteous. And what do we want to do? We want to go to patriot meetings. Patriot meetings. I want to unleash the power of the gospel of the kingdom of God on this nation. That's all I want to do. Rest of it's tiddlywinks. Rest of it's a total, complete, freaking waste of time, in my not so humble opinion. And so I'm. Mm -hmm. You got. Hey, here's. Listen, I'm going to tell you a problem. I'll just. I'll just. I'll just tell. I'll just tell one of them. I don't have a venue big enough. I don't have a venue. Because I told Michelle, you know what's going to happen? You know what's You guys know what's going to happen. It's going to be 500 true. people. It's going to be 500 people before long. There'll be 1,000 people before, before long. And I don't have any place to do it. Now, I could go to the local church, but they want, they want an offering of $1,500 for us to use their I'm not making I thought I ain't making it up. I want to come and have a church. I want to have an offering, not an offering. I want to have a meeting of gospel-centered Christian people, and i got to pay $1,500 to the church. Now, listen, I might give them a $1,500 offering. I might do that. But to think that they're going to charge me to use Christ's building is beyond what I can even say to you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you. This is part of the problem. If you don't think that we are money-driven in this culture, then you haven't been around long enough, boys and girls. If you don't think, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If you don't think that most, one of the main things that most pastors think about when they make decisions regarding their church, if you don't think money is right at the top, you're one deceived little bird. That's what you are. Every decision they make focuses around money. So I come in and say, listen, I want to bring in L.A. Marzulli. Oh, I am telling you the truth. I want to bring in L.A. Marzulli, and I want to do a teaching on the, on the, the Nephilim mounds, taking to the serpent mounds, the circle mounds, the hectagon mounds, taking all these mounds around there. Oh, yeah, you can come here for uh, $2,500. What? Or if I can even do that, it's, well, well we, we don't really believe in that stuff. We don't really believe uh, in that's not our theology. It's, a, it's like unbelievable. It's like unbelievable. So pray for me because my stress level is unbelievably high. Because you know what the saddest words in the English language are? I'm going to give you the saddest words in the English language. Ready? I saw that coming. Saddest words in English language. I saw that coming. Amen. I sit here today in my multi-million dollar studio, and I don't want to be here a year from now saying I saw that coming. Does anybody else see it coming besides me? Does anybody have a better idea about what, what we can do about it? 
How, how, are we gonna, how, how in the, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. How are we going to shake up these dead pulpiteers? How are we going to shake them up? How are we going to shake them up and wake, awaken them to the fact that right now the devil is putting on a full court press to destroy everything righteous? Here's what I know. Let me get this off my chest. Most of the people don't get it. I can't believe the people who are Christians that I find myself coming in contact with, they ain't got no clue. But I believe that in every church, there are some who get it. And I'm on a search for those who get it. I, I can't, for the life of me, can't figure out why people show up at these patriot meetings. Anybody ever been to a patriot meeting and seen a pastor there? Uh, anybody? Nope. No, no, uh-uh. no, no, right? Yep. So uh, uh, June 5th, June 5th, 6 to 8, love for you to come. We'd love for you to come. Bring a friend. All those people who think I'm crazy and we're crazy, bring them. And I'm going to present some evidence to them, and I'm going to ask one very simple question. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're at war, Coach. We're, we're deep, 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 deep at war. We're deep at war. I got so much stuff I got to share. <clears throat> Ask Michelle, man. After I, after I ran up and opened, closed the windows at Sky High, it was about 4.10 when I got back down here. I've been chomping at the bit ever since. Hey, Joe. I sold that. Can we uh, – can- have this online this meeting uh i'm sure we can i'm sure we can here's what here's what i'm saying no joe Uh, i'm looking for a uh for me a local focus a local focus i i I said to my wife last night i'm so ashamed of myself in some in a funny sort of way i have almost no local impact they don't even know who i am they don't know who i am not that it's who i am they don't even know who it is, what we can do. They don't even know. But inside me, I feel some kind of righteous anger coming up, when, especially when I think about my home. And um, what I very well likely may be shortly, and, and maybe I can learn a little bit and model something from what you're going to do on the 5th. <clears throat> uh, Joe, there's, listen, I, I want you to understand this. Those of you who watched the show, I don't know if it makes sense to you. This isn't about me. This is not coming to an event and having me preach to people. That's not what this is going to be. This is going to be, this is going on, this is going on, this is going on, this is going on. What the hell are we going to do about it? That's what, that's what, that's what the meeting is going to be. Is the gospel, the gospel going to be front and center? That's the reason we're coming together. The gospel is the only answer. And the people who say the gospel is the only answer won't even fight for the gospel. But I think that you what you're talking about there is probably the same place every place. It may be even worse where I'm going. So I'm sure it is it is everywhere. But I sit right here and I look around at the mess that's going on around us here and uh, what what patriot group fighting against it? Yeah. Kitty litter in the in the children's toilets at the schools. I mean yes, sir. Go, going on right here. Going on right here. Kitty litter. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that that dog does not hunt any place. Okay, okay so real, real quickly, I got a whole list of you in here. I'm going to get you in here. This might be a four-hour show. Pull up number three, Spencer. Pull up number three. This is one of the things that inspired me. Matt Walsh, many of you know who Matt Walsh is. He's, Matt Walsh is producing a, a, a new documentary. And uh, I don't even know the title of the documentary. Matt Walsh, I, watch, I watched when this thing was over. I said to my wife, boy, does this dude get it? Does this dude, does he ever get it, right? Does he ever get it? I want you to see this two-minute 31 documentary that uh, Matt Walsh is working on. Go ahead and play that. What is a woman? Can you tell me? Can't hear it. <laughs> what is a woman? Well, you're at the Women's March. You must have some idea. Please, if, if one person could tell me what a woman is. You are not here for women. We ask you to leave. What is that? I'm a husband. I'm a father of four. I host a talk show. I give speeches. I write books. I like to make sense of things. A woman is not anything in particular. There is not one particular thing. It could be many things to many people. Some women have penises, right? Some men have vaginas. I like scented candles. And I've watched Sex and the City. Yeah. How do I know if, if I'm a woman? That's a great question. You're not a scientist. You're not a gender studies major. No. How do you know that you're a man? I guess because I got a dick. <laughs> Can a man become a woman? <laughs> I'm not a woman, so I I can't really answer that. Women only know what women are. Are you a uh, cat? No. Can you tell me what a cat is? Do you want to tell us what a woman is? I'm a biological woman that medically transitioned to appear like a male. I will never be a man. And so they go on the internet and they're told that all their problems will be solved if they become a man. So you worry that there, there could be a sort of social contagion element of this? A teeny tiny bit, maybe. It got me at 42. Your child doesn't have a chance. And you're affirming it with hormones that have never been used in this way. Puberty blockers, which are completely reversible. Completely reversible. One of the drugs used is Lupron, right? Which mm -hmm. has actually been used to chemically castrate sex offenders. You know what? I'm not sure that we should continue with this interview. You don't want to talk about the drugs that you give to kids? or How can they be removing the healthy breasts of 15-year-old girls? There are masculine girls. There are feminine boys. What are we going to do about that? Carve them up? How can this whole thing be happening, Matt? I wanted us to have a safe place to be able to talk about this. Part of me wants to ask why you care so much. I care about the truth. I care about children. I care about the women who are having their opportunities stolen from them. Is it transphobic to tell the truth? The interview's over. Let's turn off the cameras. Excuse me. Fair. I just wanted to know what is a woman. And you're not going to find out. Based on what I'm saying, would you ever want to move to America? <laughs> they say no. Never. <laughs> Hey, folks, is the, is, the church, is the church taking us? Whoops, I'm sorry. Go ahead and finish it. We'll see when it comes out. Is the church taking this issue on? No. This stuff's being, this stuff's being taught to our kids. Is the church taking this on? This is so ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, this is, folks, isn't this basic truth? Isn't male, female basic truth? Isn't it? And the church doesn't want anything to do with it. In fact, the church welcomes in these deviants. 
Think, oh, Coach, you're talking so harsh. Yeah, I'm telling you the truth. The truth is harsh, folks. It's harsh. They're feeding lies to our children, and the churches aren't doing a damn thing about it other than preaching to one another. Gets in the way of their sermon series that they're doing this in the next yeah. three months. Okay. No, it gets in the way. It gets in, gets in the way of the bank account, man. Gets in the way of the bank. Amen. Come on, I'm just I'm just telling like it. I'm just telling like it. Pulling in silver. I'm not nearly done. I got. I've been laboring. I don't know how long I've been laboring this morning. Two hours already, trying to trying to figure out where the Lord wants me to take this today. Go ahead, Joe. Coach, uh, two things. Uh, this whole system of of who's that whistling me no can't be okay um of what you're talking about needs to be shared one way or another either live or recorded that that it can be taken someplace and used okay or even because you could do it live as well if you had a feed to do it but it's going to take some people to set all that up nationwide okay but i think it's warranted and justified. The other thing, Joe, is, go ahead. my concern is this, Joe. It's going to move beyond fifty in a in a month. Month there'll be five hundred there in three months. I don't know where to put them all. Go ahead. I understand that, but if uh, if we have to remember, I mean, we just watched this thing about homosexuality and the total confusion of the masses about what's going on, and uh, and the acceptance of it because they don't know what's going on, okay? When we talk to people who don't know what's going on, the end result is we forget to tell them, what the hell? <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah. Now listen Amen. to me, and I can help you avoid that trauma. Yeah. Well, Joe, here's the thing. This, will sound, this is where I am. This will sound critical. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell them they're going to hell, but I ain't. I'm not going to labor over it, brother. I'm not going to labor over it. I'm going to tell them, and that's going to be it. I'm not going. I'm not going to let them poison the well of my family. I'm not going to let it happen. I'm not going. I'm not going to let it happen. By the way, Chad just texted me. This is important. Our annual is June 24th. The annual here at Sky is June 24th. Please put that on the schedule for those of you who come and camp and do all that stuff. I'll get you more details on it. June 24th. Thanks, Chad. Joe, did I cut you off? Didn't mean to. Uh, yeah, I had one more thing. I'm in the process of recording the Book of Acts. And I'm gaining a greater understanding of, you know, what it was they were doing and the issues they had to deal with. Okay. Uh, and I mean, it's just amazing to understand um, that like when um, Stephen got stoned, what that was all about really. Okay. And I mean, it was, they were horrific in the way they were treating him based on what he was saying about their lives in relationship to God. So we almost have to expect that kind of same reaction. Okay. And I know Jeffrey understands what I'm talking about, but uh, we have to stay focused on the Lord in the work that we do and move on. If nothing happens, move on. We have to plant seeds. We have to plant water and keep moving on. I'm Joe, this is where uh, folks, <clears throat> Bible says that he who wins souls is wise. I'm for winning souls. Folks, we're at war. We're 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 at freaking war. <laughs> and uh I, I say shoot him and then get him saved. That's not, 
No, not literally. Not literally. I don't want to shoot them. But until they fall to the depths, they ain't going to listen. They ain't going to listen. And right now, you, you just go talk to the average church-going kid. You go talk to them, and you find out how confused they are about Christianity and right and wrong. And all. Hey, folks, if you, if you think your, your kid's getting it at the youth group, you think so? Huh? You really? Oh, good luck to you, because I can promise you this. Oh, Lord, I'm all over the place. I got more to talk about than that. I got more. Kimberly, come on in. Go ahead and unmute yourself, Kim. I'm sorry. I didn't know my hand was up, but sorry. <laughs> you don't want didn't want anything? Okay. No, don't need to. Okay. Oh, hi, Brett. Coach, this will be the model. You already know it. That uh, players can't come without a recruit. You got to bring a fence sitter. You got to bring a recruit. Yep, that's right. Amen. <laughs> that's what we're recruiting. You're, you're coming and you're bringing somebody with you. You're com- yeah. If you come alone, I may not let you in the door. That's right. <clears throat> Julie, Look, come you on already in. know this. I was at the Clay Clark event, the Reawaken America Tour. The only yeah. pastors were there. There were maybe, I don't know, four. They were speakers. Everybody yeah. sitting in the pews was no pastor. Uh, yeah. Ra- Randy Lunsford's son did such a great job. He is such a great leader. But I can't wait. I'll see you June, June 5th. Hey, Brett, not only that, I've I, can I just say the truth? I, I'm just going to say the truth. <coughs> Pastors won't come if they're not speaking. That's right. Come on in, come on in, Julie. Oh, one more, Coach. Pastors won't come if they're not if they're not paid to speak. Yeah. <laughs> Julie, you said that not me. Come on, Julie. Hi. Good morning, um, guys. Um, I think we all need to like go to these targets and really hammer because I read an article yesterday that they were um, selling binders for women to so they don't have no breasts and they were making underwear for penises to be to make them die I was just like horrified I was like you know this is terrible and Target was the first one that opened up the transgender bathrooms yep yep I know I know hey can I tell you what my wife said to me how are you gonna you gonna go you gonna go to the gay pride parade? She asked me. I haven't been there in a couple of years. I thought, you know what? Can I tell you what I really said? <laughs> go ahead. <clears throat> About those marching in the parade. You know, I tell you what I really said. Now, now I won't. Hey friends, oh. listen, friend. Hey friends, they have so rejected the truth. They've so rejected the truth. They've so rejected the truth. The Bible says God gave them over to reprobate mind. Can I ask you something? If God gave them over, is it okay for me to? If God has given them over, is it okay for me to agree with him? Okay, Lord, I give them over to them. I give them over to. Lord, send me to the ones that will hear. Hey, Lord, how about this? Hey, Lord, send me to our team. Help me coach up our team. Lord, help me put together a team. Team. And this, this, see, this goes to even deeper things. I'll be right with you, Angie. Hang on, Kathy. This goes to deeper things, too. Uh, uh, golly, this is just all over me today. It's all over me. There's, there's no, 
There's no urgency in our brigades. Chab's working his butt off. Bobby's working his butt off. And the people are working. There's no urgency in it. People, folks, if, 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 if you don't understand that the moment of preparation is now, and if you think this is just something that can casually work, if it goes in two more years, midterms will be around and we'll get the Republicans in and things will start to straighten. Do you really think so? You understand right now that diesel fuel is about $6.50 a gallon. Do you understand that transporting of food is soon going to quit? Do you understand that? Do you understand that? Do you understand that gasoline prices are going to go so high that people aren't going to be able to get Do you understand that, folks? Do you really get it? Do you understand there's no baby formula? Do you understand that's by, by its own purpose? Do you understand that? Do you understand that your government has couldn't care less about you? They couldn't care. They send billions of dollars to the Ukraine. They send money down to the border to people who aren't even American citizens, right? You can't get any freaking formula, right? You're not allowed to take ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. You got a mask up. You got you got to do all this other stuff, and they take all your money and they give it to somebody else. It's almost too late to prepare. In fact, Chad, what what did Chad Estes told me that the Lord told him to prepare his people. Now, what you said, train his people, train his people. I don't know if we're not almost past that. If you if if you don't get it now, you don't get it now. I'm going to have to shift gears here in a minute. I'm on to something. Come come on in, Angie. Good morning. Hey, I just wanted to um, let you know you're so spot on with what's going on within the churches and why we can't get them out. I had dinner with my cousin who has four beautiful young children, um, and she, her kids all go to a Baptist church, and um, a Baptist church school, and she told me yesterday, she says that, you know, we've decided next year we're pulling them out, we're homeschooling them, because that, that whole transgender LGBTQ thing has infiltrated their Christian school. And the, obviously the leader, pastor leadership doesn't really know what to do with it, because, you yeah. know, you're, you're going to be labeled a transphobe or whatever. Yeah, the whole thing has been um, usurped into this, these things, and, and it's just, it's insidious, and it is everywhere. And the churches yeah. don't know how to deal with it, because they're going to be labeled, and they're even kind of nurturing it, which is even worse. But um, but anyhow, so she's going to be pulling her kids out. But you're so spot on because the, the whole culture is just being ripped apart, and we are definitely being separated, that's for sure. That's right, Angie. And, Angie, and, and we know this, don't we? You and I know this. Christ is right. the only answer. Not patriot right. groups, right? Not patriot right. groups. Christ is the only answer. And exactly. we, have got to, we have got to waken up Christians to what's going on. Now, I would say this. There are more people sitting in the pews that are somewhat awake than we even know that they're not hearing it. They're not hearing it. And I can I could testify right here, right now, or some of you guys could testify how many people are in the queue right now. How many of you could say, you know what? Till I started listening to this show, I didn't have any idea what was going on. Would somebody say, raise their hand and say, that was me, coach. That was me. And and now, coach, I see it everywhere. Look. Now I, see, now I see it everywhere I look, Coach. And, and Coach, I can't, hardly go to, I can't hardly go to my local church because they don't talk about any of this stuff. Will anybody say amen? Or am I just am I the only amen. one? Amen. 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 So uh, 
we are that remnant. And see, I didn't, when I, I said to Michelle, what are we going to call this thing on Sunday? What are we going to call it? I don't want to come up with some cheesy name, remnant gathering. I, I mean, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. What is it? I don't know. I don't know what remnant it is. Renegades. What's that? Remnant renegades. Whatever. Because, they're, see, look, there are other people out there that are remnant too. They're just not with us. It's not that they're not with us. They don't. There's nobody organizing us. Everybody's organizing according to patriot groups, values, voters. The hell! What does that even mean? Hey, Bible says if the trumpet blast is uncertain, who will go to war? Meaning, if it's not a clear message and a clear target, ain't nobody going to be coming to fight. That's the truth, and that's where we are. There ain't no clear target. So we're going to get together, and we're going to start picking some targets, and we're going to start attacking those targets, and we're going to watch the hand of the Lord move like we never seen. Kathy Roman, come on in. Hey, Coach. I just wanted to say I saw demons manifesting this weekend like I have never seen. We were out in front of the abortion mill, and they there. And they had their they had their bullhorn, my body, my choice. They were that wasn't the worst. The worst that there was a, a man there who was, oh my God, he was vile, babe. He was doing these vile body things right there in front of everyone. And it, he was possessed. He was demon possessed. Yeah. And and when a woman or someone pulled into the center, he was applauding them and, and jumping up and down in joy because a baby was about to get murdered. It the and then, of course, we're on the other side praying and 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 black and white, Dave. Well, see, listen, here's the thing. Those damn clinics uh, ought to be closed. The church ought to have already closed those clinics. 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 Amen. Clinics. How do we get to the point where somebody standing out in front of a murder mill is somehow a radical? How the hell did that happen? They're murdering babies. We're radicals. We're the radicals. Your your pastor calls me radical. Give me a thumbs up. I know they do. Freaking cowards. Freaking cowards. Oh, I, listen. Oh, I hear. I hear them. I, right now, I hear them. I hear them. Oh, yeah, they got an excuse for everything. You're going to stand before the Lord, dude. You're going to stand before the Lord, and you're going to give an account for why you didn't get the hell out of your church when they're murdering those babies, why you didn't get the hell out of your church when they were teaching homosex and transgenderism to any somebody else's child. He said, it'd be better for you to put a millstone around your neck and let you go, let that happen, and you put on a collar and call yourself a pastor, and you don't even raise up against this stuff. Well, we're going to bypass them. We're going to bypass those pastors. Come on in, Emma or Tom. Hey, Coach, morning. Lock and load. Hey, I talked on this uh, transgender thing. You can't even even say that, right? You can't even say that. Uh, I'm sorry. I walked all over you. Go ahead, Tom. Say it again. That's all right. I talked about this Saturday night at our church, the transgender thing, the pollution of the genetics with the mycelium. The pollution of our culture now with all this uh, transgender stuff, yep. and 
I thought a lot of our people there were, were, were pretty weak. I mean, but they were absolutely gobsmacked. I mean, there's people sat there yep. with their hands on the floor. And this stuff is just common knowledge to me. I mean, we yep. have so much knowledge in the 21st century that people are without excuse to know what's going on. So we have to take it to them, Tom. We have to go find those folks. we got to go find them. They're on the Lord's team. They're out there. They're out yep. there. They, they just they don't just don't get it. They just don't get it. You call your Craig. Thing, fix bayonet brigade. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to call it anything. Uh, Craig and then Reggie. Well, Coach, uh, the people have rejected the truth. The church hasn't defended the truth. And judgment isn't coming. It's here. And it's going to come to a mailbox near you, if not yours. So the thing is, is the, the events now are going to drive people to find out what's going on. And the pastors aren't going to be able to have anything to speak about that because they're not even aware of it. And so this is a great opportunity. You know, this weekend I went to two churches of uh, pastors that came and uh, went to Pass Assault Ministries. And I just even went to their Bible study and I sat in there. And we were able to kind of have some discussions about some things that they didn't even think about. So, you know, hmm. that's the kind of thing that we got to do. And just say, infiltrate. This, is what, this is what we're doing. Uh, hmm. We see. And, you know, let's have a lunch one day and have a discussion. Amen. That's what, that's what, hey, that's where it's got to start, man. That's where it's got to start. And, and the root awakening is here. The root awakening that you keep talking about, it's, it's here, coach. I mean, people know uh, it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, people, it's, it's, it's at your mailbox. I mean, this diesel fuel thing where we're at in the mid-Atlantic, we're going to be at a point where it's going to be rationed. You're not going to be able to go and fill your tank up for diesel. Because, no, you're not. Uh, we're shipping all the our diesel from the mid-Atlantic over to Europe because Russia's cutting it off. And we don't have the refining capacity as the rest of the state. So we're really going to be hurting. And it's three weeks away. It's not three months away. No, that's right, Dan. folks. Listen, we got to re- we have to uh, instead of reclaim America, got to reclaim the truth. We got to reclaim the church. Got to reclaim the truth, Reggie. Coach, I I hope that you got a good great um, turnout. I, I know in my small scale, you know, I, people don't know what I do because I don't talk about it. But I've tried and I've tried and I've tried with big names, small names. And it's really hard. It's, they want to pick and choose. They, it's a good concept in their mind when they start hearing you go on and on. And they're like right behind you, you know. And then when you say, okay, I need you to do this. They're like, oh, you, you mean really do something? It's very, very, I, I don't know a lot of people here. I would bring everybody I know, but I, I, I don't. I want to you tell, us, tell us in Second Thessalonians that because we've rejected the truth, the Lord has sent us strong delusions. They believe a lie. That's what we're fighting against with people in the churches who are deluded. They want to hold a sign. They, people want to hold a sign. That's about the extent of it. And they're not yeah. understanding that. So, Well, that's a good start. <laughs> Holding the sign's a good start, I'd say, right? Go on, Myra. Yes, Coach. In regard to the training, I say 2 Timothy 2.14, 2, 2, remind them of those things, charging them before the Lord, not to strive about words to no profit, to the ruin of the hearers. Thank you. God, hallelujah. Amen. So we're, listen, I got another initiative going on right here. Uh, uh, I'm going to get Clay Parker to head this up. He, I, I sort of mentioned it to him. Hey, Spencer, 
It is Spencer this morning. I didn't even see who it was. Oh, do number 11. Do number 11 real quick, Spencer, as I, as I transition here or something. Look at this. McDonald's serves up fries and, and now tarot cards. You can go to McDonald's and get tarot cards. You can go to McDonald's and not giving out Bibles. They're giving out tarot cards. Think I'm making it up, right? Oh, no. No, no, no. You get freaking tarot cards. Palm reading at McDonald's. Church has no influence in the culture. Church is chosen to have no influence in the culture. I'm going to say that again. The church has chosen to have no influence in the culture. Wow. Go to number 10 as Paul Webb comes in. Come on in, Paul. Hey, Coach. Uh, that's interesting. McDonald's is now serving food that kills you. Now they're going to try to kill you spiritually. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> They'll probably give you tarot cards and send you to Disney World. That's oh, probably, my my, that's my second point was uh, yesterday at the church that we go to, they had about 22 high school graduates. Most of them went to public high schools. And yep. I sat there and, you know, they're all nice. And they're going to these colleges and stuff and universities. And I said to myself, I said to my wife, I said, how many of those kids are going to go to that university next year and going to lose their faith? Mm. Oh, boy, oh, boy, know, oh, boy. Because you're going to go to universities and colleges that there are people there, that professors that hate God, hate Christ, and they're going to be infiltrated with that. And Amen. how many of those kids are going to come back and they're going to be not going to church, not, not being involved? That's in right. Yep. You know, I mean, when I say church, I mean not the institution, but Christ, you know. What I'm, I'm with you, Paul. I'm with you. But uh, you know, I just thought it was very interesting kind of yep. an observation. Pastors support public schools. Pastors think they're good. Claudine, come on in. Hey, Coach. My daughter started a new job, and these moms that were working there uh, were elated because their their daughters were learning in school witchcraft. It's a subject in their classroom, and they were so excited. Witchcraft. So, Coach, yeah. if, they could, it, if they could teach witchcraft, why can't we have class on Christianity? Well, there's a separation between the church and state. There's a separation between Christianity and morality. See, you can have every religion you want. You just can't have Christianity. You just can't have the truth in there. Okay, I got to show you this, okay? Got to show you this. Uh, this, this blew me away. Folks, I, talk, I was talking about Clay heading this up, staking property, staking, staking things, staking your courthouse, staking your house, staking your community. I want us to build an army. One of the things that I'm going to talk about at our first event is, is uh, I mean, at the Jan, June 5th thing is, is getting people to go out, stake property and take authority. I'm going to show you something. It's really, really unbelievable. Uh, Craig, Craig, uh, Craig's been doing some work in the Washington area, if you guys know what I'm talking about. And he came across this this weekend. Friday was the Hidden Washington Mini Monument. Anybody know anything about this? Scroll down there a little bit, Spence. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Scroll down. What did they find? Well, they found really, stop right there, the top of the Mini Monument. This thing is a six-foot replica of the Washington Monument buried in a manhole and covered outside the Washington Monument. But you know what it is? Scroll on down, Spence. Scroll on down. Folks, this is the, the GIA. There it is. According to NGS moderation manager Drew Smith, geodetic 
control points provide starting points for any map or measurement. It has to be more accurate than any measurement you do on top of it. So we pick things that tend to be extremely stable. Folks, they planted a 12-foot-tall replica of the Washington Monument. And can I tell you something? It is the chief cornerstone to the measurements geographically, uh, according to surveyors, it is ground zero. Did you guys know that? Did you guys know that? Oh, huh? No, I didn't know that, did you? No, no. So if these things are important to the dark side, why aren't these things important to us? If they, do you folks, I'm scrolling down a little bit. Scroll on down. You guys understand what it, all surveyors, all the surveys we've done going back to the early 1900s have used it. Used what? That stone as the marker. Most recently, it was used in the aftermath of 2001 Washington earthquake. Measurements over the past century have shown that the Washington Monument has sunk 6.2 centimeters into the marshy soil below average rate of 0.5 per year. The mini monument, the mini monument was placed. What, folks? If you were going to put a chief cornerstone in Washington, D.C., that's going to impact the whole world, why would you put a copy of the Washington Monument, a 12-foot replica of that? The mini monument was placed in the 1800s as part of a transcontinental leveling program. The ground level here was much lower at that time, and large parts of the Washington Monument Foundation is still visible above the ground. So the mini monument was above ground for a time before being encased in a brick chimney and buried outside of surveying circles. It's been largely forgotten. The survey marker is underneath a manhole just south of the Washington Monument. Hey, some of our team found it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some of our team found it. Let's just, let's just kind of leave it at that, okay? So I was doing a little bit of research this morning because I told you I was all over the place, right? I was all over the place. Go to number eight. <clears throat> Go to number eight. Did you know the 41 Bible verses in the Bible about the importance of boundaries? Do you understand that the occult understands the importance of boundaries? Do you understand we have no concept of it? Do you understand that the Bible tells us to go every place we set our feet, he's given them to us under inheritance? Is that Joshua? Is that Joshua? Joshua 1? Is that where that would be? Try that real quick, Spencer. Joshua 1. I think so. It doesn't matter. Stay right there. Okay, folks. Huh? Why aren't we? Why? Let's, Clay, let's launch an initiative to stake America. Let's stake America. Say, what do you mean? Well, what's the Bible say about it? Deuteronomy 19. You shall not move your neighbor's boundary mark, which the ancestors have set, and your inheritance, which you will inherit in the land that the Lord your God gives you to possess. This land was given us by the Lord. And he said, mark it. Do not move the ancient boundary or go into the fields of the fatherless. Deuteronomy, cursed is he who moves his neighbor's boundary mark. And all the people shall say, amen. Proverbs 22, do not move the ancient boundary. Who was the ancient boundary? Who was the chief cornerstone? Exodus 23, I will fix your boundary from the Red Sea to the Sea of the Philistines and from the wilderness to the river Euphrates, for I will deliver the inhabitants of the land into your hand, and you will drive them out before you. Not if you don't set a boundary, you won't. 
Now Solomon ruled over all the kingdoms from the river to the land of the Philistines to the border of Egypt. They brought tribute and served Solomon all the days of the Lord. The Lord said in Numbers 34, spoke to Moses saying, command the sons of Israel, say to them, when you enter the land of Canaan, this is the land that shall fall unto you as an inheritance, even the land of Canaan, toward its border. You shall sector, your southern sector shall extend from the wilderness to Zin along the side of Edom, and your southern border shall extend from the end of the seashore eastward, Blah, blah, blah. In other words, set markers, authority markers. It's all throughout the scripture. Mm. Joshua 13, you are old and advanced in years and very much of the land remains to be possessed. This is the land that remains. All the regions of the Philistines and all those of the Jezerites from the Shihor, which is east of Egypt, even as far as the border of Ekron to the north. Hey, folks, how much land do we have to take back? And do you think we can? Do you think it's foolishness? Or do these markings mean something? Mm. Hey, are you ready? Are you sitting down? Spencer, Spencer, do this, brother. Google real quick. Masonic markers. See what pops up. Whoa. Huh. Scroll down a little bit, Spencer. View all. Hit, hit view all there, bud. No, go back up. Very first one at the bottom. It says view all. No, no, no. Come down. Come down. Come down. Keep coming down there. View all. Huh? The dark side uses markers. They mark everything they do. Do we? Who owns your town? Who owns your township? Did you know that in the state of Ohio, anyway, there's a Masonic Lodge in every township? There's 88 counties. Hey, Spencer. Wait, hang on a minute. Hang on. How many townships in Ohio? Uh, 1,308 townships in Ohio. 1,308. Did you know there is a Masonic temple in all of them? Did you know that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Why are they why why are they making markers? Why are they making markers? And we're not making markers. Why don't we understand the importance of everywhere you set your foot been given unto you under an inheritance? Why don't we understand that that's how we tear down strongholds? That's how we pull down, that's how we pull down, root out, and rebuild. And the importance of going and actually walking the ground and driving stakes into the ground, I think, I think we're on to something. Reggie. Coach, another hidden in plain sight marker is when you go into towns and they have Rotary Club, Lodge, that's their marker for the town. Mm. But there it's not just there. It's, all, it's four corners as well. Yeah, 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 folks. Come on, right? Huh? So, so Randy, Randy, just kind of curious here, Randy. Uh, what's happened to Hillary Clinton's influence since you went and Laid your hand on that gate, Randy. What's happened to her influence? Hmm. Not a whole lot, huh? Not a whole lot. Have you been, anybody been seeing anybody talking at all about the Georgia Gunston? No, a whole lot has happened. It's diminished, Coach. I think. Yeah, anybody, huh? People talking about the Georgia Guidestones now, are they, huh? Weren't we kind of the first ones show up there? I'm not bragging. I'm just saying here, right? I'm just saying. Look at what's going on with Joe Biden. We go, did we go mark Joe Biden's house? 
Do we go there and pray over that thing? Yeah. Yeah. How effective is he being? He ain't even, he ain't even president. He's just sitting on that horse. That's all. He ain't even doing it. Bill Barr. Anybody hear anything? Bill Barr? He tucked tail and ran. Couldn't take the power. I got people laughing at me right now. See, that's how stupid you are. It's how stupid you people are. But we don't understand the power that everywhere we... Is that Joshua? Is that Joshua? Be strong, be very courageous, and be not afraid. Is that Joshua 1? Yeah. Somebody help yeah. me here. Yeah. Joshua 1. One three is about taking the land where you set your feet, coach. Joshua 1. Get the NIV out of there. King James. Moses... After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that he spoke unto Joshua, son of not none, Moses' minister. And here's what he said. Moses is dead, baby. George Washington's dead. Abraham Lincoln's dead. Moses is dead. Get your butt up and go over the Jordan, you and all your people, unto the land which I gave unto them, even to the children of Israel. And every place that you put the sole of your foot you tread upon, I've given that unto you. As I was with Moses, I'm going to be with you. Right? There shall not be any man be able to stand before thee all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, I'll be with you. I'll not fail you. I'll not forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land, which I swear unto the Father. Man, I'm telling you, this is all over. Only be strong and courageous. That thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, which Moses, my servant, commanded don't turn from the right or to the left. <laughs> no, no, you keep going. The book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. You meditate on it day and night, night and day. But you may observe to do, observe to do, observe to do, not observe to observe, observe to do all according to all that is written. For then you shall make thy way prosperous, and then you shall have great success. Have not I commanded you? Be strong and very courageous. Be not afraid, neither be dismayed. The Lord your God's with you wherever you go. Is that where you look? It's everywhere you look. And right now, we are in the midst of the most unbelievable biblical explosion in the history of the world. And the Lord has called upon us to go out and reclaim all that land that the devil has stolen. It's time for us to tighten our belts, buckle up our chin straps, and go earn our money. That's what we got to do, folks. It's not money. It's that heritage, that inheritance children, our future, the kingdom of God. It's all out there waiting for us to go take it back. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.